0: Today's episode is brought to you by King Realty and Management Incorporated, a full-service residential real estate brokerage with a multi-generational approach. Are you looking to invest in real estate here in Texas? Or better yet, are you looking to sell your home? Be sure to contact King Realty and Management. Visit KingRealtyTX.com slash podcast. versus machine, how I got someone else to pay off my student loan debt and how you can do the same thing. Let's jump right into today's conversation. Hey guys, it's Courtney here with another episode of the Millennial versus Machine podcast. Thank you so much for joining me every week um, to talk about how we can get someone else to pay off your student loan debt, guys, just like I did. That's what I teach in the book. Um, Before we get started, um, I wanted to see if you guys will rate the podcast um, and review it, as a matter of fact. Let me know what you think. This helps people on the various platforms find the podcast um, and also learn how they can get somebody else to pay off their student loan debt. So I would totally appreciate it. Um, Today, we're talking about social distancing, this coronavirus, help with your down payment, and so much more. Um, Lately, I'd say probably for the past three episodes, we've talked about the importance of building a team when investing in real estate. And I've had a CPA on, a lender, um, a financial planner, a fellow real estate investor. Today, I want to take a little bit of a pause because... Um, As of this recording, the coronavirus is in full effect and has most of us shut down. (laughs) So for any of you guys that are listening to this in the future, um, social distancing is a phrase that the media gave us basically, where we're all staying at home and I've got to admit I probably have been at home more during the last like two weeks than I've been in a long time. And I'm not complaining about it. It's actually been kind of nice. So again, for the future listeners out there um, that are listening to this after we get through this whole coronavirus pandemic... Social distancing or the idea behind it is to stay at home to stop the spread or help stop the spread of this virus. So we're all at home. And personally, I've been actually still closing deals, Um, still got buyers and sellers out there buying and selling. So um, the show must go on, uh, but praise the Lord for the internet where I can literally do my work from anywhere in, in, in the world. So I hope you guys are staying positive, um, using the time effectively. Um, I went on our, uh, social media group, excuse me, our Facebook group, it's millennial versus machine on Facebook. Um, so if you haven't joined, make sure you join. I will put the link to the group in the show notes for you, but I went live a few days ago just to encourage everybody in the group um, and see what they're doing in this time where, you know, everybody's kind of at home, some of um, our jobs have shut down, um, and and a lot of you guys have been saying, you know, staying home with the kids, you know, playing a lot of games, me personally reading, catching up on my reading um, has been glorious. Um, reflecting, um, praising God for his peace, his protection, his wisdom and all of that good stuff. So, um, I hope everybody is doing well, um, in this time where we're having to make a lot of adjustments. Okay. And you just like a bazillion other people that have reached out to me on social media or text me or call me are probably wondering, wait a minute, what's going on with real estate? I mean, this whole podcast, after all, is to talk about how um, to start investing in real estate and how to use that cash flow to get someone else to pay off your student loan debt. And so um, people are still doing it, guys. So just an FYI, don't get discouraged. Um, but now more than ever, is it is the time to plan, okay? A lot of people have been asking me, what are the... Impacts on real estate of this thing. Honestly, at the time of this recording, which today is um, Tuesday, March 24th, 2020, I really don't know the impacts just yet. Um, I think that the economic impact is kind of slowly, um, you know, making its appearance, um, but we really won't know of the overall impact on real estate till a little bit later on. So hang tight. Um, and this is the time, like I said, to be really in prayer and, and making sure, you know, we're all right with God. So that's my encouragement to you. Um, in the meantime, really capitalizing on this time to prepare. Okay. So in addition to that, a lot of you guys have reached out to me and you've said, look, I just don't have the down payment. My credit is good. I really want to invest in real estate, but I just don't have a whole lot of cash to, to put down. So let's talk about it. Okay. Um, a couple of ideas that I have proposed in previous episodes is, uh, maybe using your tax refund at, at the time of this recording, it's tax season. And a lot of you guys are starting to get refunds. Okay. Um, using your tax refund to set aside to go towards your down payment may be an option for you. So don't sleep on that by any means. Um, Some of you guys are asking about down payment assistance programs. So I don't know of any national program that will give you money to purchase um, a home, um, but there's quite a few local programs that I've worked with, a lot of county programs and city programs. So whatever city that you're looking to buy in, make sure you do like a Google search with um, down payment assistance and the name of the city that you're looking in. Now, here is a big thing, guys. These programs are only for people that intend to occupy the house that they're purchasing. Okay? Okay. So kind of in an indirect approach, what you could do is you could apply to use or uh, apply for the funds to use um, on the purchase of your home and then end up or decide to occupy the property for a period of time as dictated by the program. And in this way, it'll possibly allow you to... um, Really purchase a property with very little money. However, again, you're saying that you're going to occupy the property, okay? Some of the programs require that you live in the property for three years minimum, right? There are other programs that really don't have a requirement, but you do have to occupy the property. Um, So again, check the details of these different programs that you're considering because that would allow you to purchase a home. Um, with very little money down. Um, and in the future, potentially, according to the requirements of the program, you can convert that property to a rental property. Okay. So you still get to a place where this home is generating cash flow. Um, it's just not directly because you're not buying it immediately as an investment property. So that could be the assistance that you need to purchase a property. You know, get that down payment money um, and and come to the table with very little money down. There is a program in Texas called T-Shack. I've had, I believe, two clients that have used that program. It's really easy to work with. I'm not going to get into the details of the program itself, but I will link it in the show notes um, so that you can look at the criteria and see if you qualify. Um, T-Shack is an acronym and it's a little bit weird. So look at the show notes. Okay. It'll be there. Um, but that's another way for you to purchase a property, um, with little to no money down using this down payment assistance program. Now do your research about these programs, guys. Again, you have to occupy the property that you intend to purchase in order to qualify for these programs, okay? But I'm giving you options because some of you guys may not have the 20% down, and that's actually a lot of the feedback that I've been getting, is I don't have the 20% down to put on this home. What are the other ways? This is another way for you, okay? So um, like I said, I'll link it in the show notes, but this is kind of an indirect way for you to at least start the process become a homeowner, and then you could always turn it into a rental property later, um, how you see fit. And again, let me just say it because I don't want somebody saying, well, Courtney said I could use this program and I could use it for a rental property. That's not what Courtney is saying. There are criteria and requirements that you have to meet. So make sure you do your due diligence. Okay. Um, So I think that's, you know, aside from Maybe using your tax refund to go towards your down payment. Um, Deciding to purchase a property to occupy and later turn it into an investment property is another option. And then the last thing that I actually talked about with... um, I actually mentioned in the pre-work um, episode, but also recently f- with a gal that is a member of our um, Facebook community, is looking at your expenses and seeing where you can cut. Guys, I did this recently, and I actually was able to cut about $237 a month in expenses. Did it require a sacrifice of a, a few things? Yeah, but in the grand scheme of things, I was willing to take the or make the sacrifice to get closer to my goals. Okay. So look at those little things that you subscribe to that charges you every month that you don't even realize it because it's a small um, thing. For example, what I did is I actually canceled my iTunes subscription. Okay. Yeah, you're like, Courtney, that's 10 bucks a month. It is. But again, looking at my goals. Um, I needed to do it. And honestly, I listened to Pandora all the time anyway, so I really didn't need it. So these are the little things that truly do add up. So you take $237 and you multiply that by 12, and I'm going to let you do the math and you can see how much I potentially could be setting aside to go towards my down payment or whatever goals that you have set, okay? So that would be the other option that you have. And I'm looking at the time right now, guys. Um this episode's going to be a little short. Um but hey, it's short and to the point, right? So those are my three tips for you guys as you figure out how to do this whole down payment thing. Um, remember, I put together a spreadsheet for you guys um, in one of the previous episodes. Let me see which one it was. The pre-work episode. Where are you? That was episode four. Um, we t- and I'll link it in the show notes below, but. Um, We talked about where are you right now. There is a link to a spreadsheet that allows you to put all of your income, your expense, and all of your debt and your savings. Guys, if you haven't downloaded that spreadsheet and actually really very few of you have, now is the time, especially while you have this whole downtime, this whole time where you're social distancing, right? Take a moment, face the fear. Look at where you are right now. Put right down all the debt that you have, what are the interest rates and all of that so you know exactly where you're starting. And then in episode five, um, it was more pre-work, we talk about goal setting. So I've linked that in the show notes below as well, but I would encourage you to re-look or re-listen to those episodes, download the spreadsheets, um, they're linked in those show notes, and start working towards your goals. I mean, I think if there's one thing that we've been learning with this whole thing with the coronavirus is we are not prepared at all. Banks are not prepared. Government is not prepared. The church is not prepared. We individually and our families are just not prepared. And that is the sad truth. But now that we have that information, what are we going to do with it? How can we prepare? And I think it would be worthwhile to look at preparation from a practical standpoint, but also praying and asking the Lord, Lord, how do you want me to prepare? Okay. Whether it be preparing in what I talk about here, listing out all your income, your expenses, your debts, seeing where you can cut things, seeing where you can minimize expenses, um, and how you can increase income. All of those things are things that you can do to prepare and really take what we're learning with this whole coronavirus and, take the learning and implement it. You know, get the wisdom from it and get better moving forward, right? It's not necessarily about perfection, but it's about progress. And um and so that's my encouragement for you today. I hope this is encouraging. I hope this is helpful. Um hang in there as we in the entire world face this whole coronavirus. Stay prayed up, seek the kingdom um and uh make sure you're diving in that word guys that word is truth you know and it's sharper than any two edged sword so um yeah that's my encouragement to you and i'm doing the same thing guys so um if you have any questions by all means reach out to me um i would love to have feedback on this episode on the podcast as a whole um you can go to courtneymking.com/podcast there's a little form that you can fill out I'd love to hear from you. Uh, You can join our private Facebook community, which is also linked in the show notes. Um, And then visit it. Visit me at CourtneyMKing.com. Guys, don't forget the book is available on Amazon. Um, If you type in Millennial versus Machine, it pops up. It's also uh, in paperback form, Kindle, Audible, Um, and I forgot to read another review, but we have a few reviews on there. So, uh, maybe next episode, I'll make sure I read another review. Thank you guys so much for supporting the podcast. I really want to be a resource to you guys. So if you have any other questions, reach out to me. Otherwise, until next time, I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Well, thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you want to continue the conversation, be sure to visit CourtneyMKing.com community. And oh, by the way, please subscribe, share, rate, and review this podcast. I would greatly appreciate it. And so would your peeps who are looking to get out of student loan debt. Until next time.